welcome to Strip It Back, the podcast which helps to simplify life and live in the moment with Joanne Panetta and Renee Talia. Hello and welcome back to Strip It Back. Here we are again. I'm so excited to be here with you, Joanne. How are you this afternoon? Hello, hello. It's so lovely to be here. My energy has shifted like you wouldn't believe. It's such an exciting time to be able to get on, click record and um, share another amazing episode with you all today. Very, very cool. How's your day been? been nice. I've managed to put in a little walk this morning and um, I made this delicious soup yesterday that I had for lunch. So um, all all systems go today. All good. Really good. Really good. Now I love our little tradition. I'm, I'm very intrigued. Today we actually made a choice to intuitively choose our own oil and we didn't actually match for once. <laughs> Unlike us, usually we come out in the same outfit, pick the same thing, have the same thought, but we've gone two quite different oils, but you'll understand in a moment they're quite connected. What have you got with you, my dear? I have rose, which mm-hmm. is the oil of love and Ooh. it's the highest frequency oil. And I, it's just one of my favourites to use as a perfume and who doesn't want to vibrate from a space of love anyway? So that's the one that I've chosen and just getting on here, doing something that we absolutely love as well. Absolutely. I I love that. What about you? Well, I've gone quite, um, quite the VIP oil. I believe they call this oil the king. Um, it's frankincense and I have been so drawn to this oil. It has been diffusing in my space uh, most days and nights and I'm so drawn. I keep finding myself just rubbing it on my throat and what do you know? We call this the oil of truth. Is that right? That is correct, the oil truth. So it's so grounding that we've got these polarities together because we've got the oil of truth and love and hey here we are to spend time with all of you from a place of love sharing what we're diving into today a big truth we were like oh will we do this one won't we do this one but we're going there you know what I think I think there's something magical when we have those nervous butterflies in our gut we're like oh this is going to be a good one (laughs) and uh, I feel like that I'm sitting here and I'm going are we are we really sharing like our listeners are going to go, right, these two have lost their mind, but they'll love it, you know, because we're talking about a topic and we being the joy-infusing, um, crazy, life-living people have made it a little fun. And we've got some alter egos that we'd like to introduce you today because today's topic is ego. And I say that word and I go, ooh, ego. Um, what comes to mind when I say the word ego and where are we going to take our listeners on a journey with that today, Renee? Wow, the ego, or some might refer it as those inner inner voices in your head, your critics, whatever it is. But we've also, I'm just going to put it out there, we've got names for ours, don't we? <laughs> oh, we certainly do. <laughs> and why? Why is that? Mm. Well, I guess... I, I have been learning and, and stripping back, there we go, as always, parts of myself and who I am and who I have been because, you know, I believe in order to know who you are and where you're going, you've got to, go, got, you've got to know who you were and where you came from, right? 
We've been doing a lot of uh, inner child work, like deep diving into our soul. We both work with coaches. And I feel like in order for me to like catch my mean girl, I'm going to call her that, my ego, I was talking about it with my coach Amanda and she said, what's her name? And I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, what if we could name her? And I was like, oh, I, I can see her. I can like, she doesn't even look like me. She's got a blonde bob and this. Her name's Emma. And she goes, yeah, yeah, Emma. She goes, oh, poor Emma's in the world. But you know, your Emma's mean. Like, and we were just laughing. So my ego, I refer to her as Emma. And she actually sounds like that. Like, oh my God, Joanne, what are you doing? This is so not what you're meant to do. Ugh, get out of the way. Like, hilarious and I remember telling you and you're like oh oh yeah I've got one that speaks to me too but yours is an Emma right no mine is an Emma so this is no offense to any Emma listening (laughs) and no offense to any Stacey listening because my little ego inside or my little inner critic I've named Stacey and uh Stacey can sometimes fly with feeling unheard and then not speaking her truth and or playing judgy. She can be very judgmental. Oh, yes. She likes to to get in there and do those things. Um, But what has it allowed us by actually giving them a name? So, I mean, it sounds pretty funny and entertaining and we, we, ha- we often have a chuckle at this, but what what do you think that by naming it has allowed you to open up for you? Well, it just, it gives her, um, it gives her reality and it gives me, so me in my earth suit and in my conscious state, I can then kind of go, hang on a second, is this my highest self, my real truth, or is this my ego? And I can actually say, ah, Emma, it's Emma speaking. But it also, for me, it made me realise that Emma needs some love. Mm. You know what I mean? And and I, I was like, the ego is purely the voice within that is there to, number one, either keep you safe, and I'll talk a little bit more about that, to make you question and doubt things in order to keep you small because, you know, w- women's intuition is so amazingly powerful and strong in a very linear and masculine world. You know, the women's intuition is like, ah, 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 keep small. We'll unpack that one a little bit more. Or it's to she sometimes can creep in because she feels exactly like you said, unheard, unseen, and it's almost like these dormant emotions that we've had in our body by you and I diving in and doing the work and cleaning up the pool filter again, sifting it all to the top. She's going, hang on a second, you're doing all this cleaning up, but I've been with you since day one. Don't get rid of me. So rather than judging her because that's what the ego does, Emma judging Emma, we have to catch her. We have to nurture her and I have to really tune in and listen. What area is she doing? Is she trying to keep me safe? Is she trying to keep me small or is she screaming to be heard? Mm, you know what I, I mean? I love the way that you've just summed that up because mm. she does need to be nurtured. She <clears throat> wants to be heard and that for me is the feminine energy that has been very much kind of suppressed yes um and we are in what I feel like is definitely a new paradigm of the feminine uh being heard or rising and oh it's just such a juicy space 
to be in at the moment. But with that, it starts with you owning that little inner child that maybe you haven't given the voice that it needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are you doing at the moment to allow for yourself to bring, I guess, that balance in listening to her, keeping her safe? Oh, it goes back to last week's episode, vulnerability. Um, And interestingly enough, rubbing frankincense here on my throat, your throat chakra, you know, the truth, it's stripping back the fear and um, I guess the embarrassment of, oh, my God, like what do I do with her? You know, what do I do with her? I have to name that it's in my space, yeah? And if I can reflect honestly, I think, you you know, you're one of the people that I ring most often sharing that, oh, my goodness, I'm stuck in my ego and I'm feeling like I'm operating from victim, poor me, guilt, shame, those really low vibrational um, spaces but also not making them wrong like so many years and I'm sure I speak for so many women um, and men our age group younger older it doesn't actually matter there are so many ideologies out there that say guilt shame fear sadness anger they're the shitty feelings they're the bad feelings let's dogmatize that language they're bad it's not good to be angry it's not good to be sad it's not good to be this so we try and override them with love and joy and expression and safety and all of these emotions the thing is either way if the pendulum swings either way too much it's actually an unhealthy balance so you ask me what i do number 1 i name it for what it is i am in a funk I am feeling that Emma is telling me, no, don't do that. You don't have time. You know, you always do this, Joanne. You always procrastinate. Oh, for goodness sake, you know, why do you have to speak like that in front of people and make others uncomfortable? Keep your opinions to yourself. Like there's some of the common things that have been popping up recently for me. And in order for me to actually manage and support, knowing in my head, okay, she's coming to either protect me to keep me small or she needs attention, I then have to choose an embodiment practice, something from my self-love menu mm. in order to get me out of that funk, no, not, not suppress that funk, feel it, feel, feel it, feels. right, feel it all, like scream, shout, whatever, and I have to do something with my body. So my first step, and this is quite intimidating, I have been learning some anger release techniques with my coach and my community that also we kind of work together on these. They're confronting. It's like the pillow scream and the shifting of energy in your body, listening to really hardcore music and shaking. So getting that out, but then also doing something that is so nurturing and delicious to give yourself and Emma, for me, a hug and say, okay, I got you. I've got you, you know, that embodiment practice to shift and acknowledge and just Almost I find myself, and I know you do this out loud and it cracks me up, so you'll talk about yours in a minute, but I find myself speaking to her saying, there's no need for you, Emma, to come and be nasty about it. Like there's no need for you to operate in fear. I don't need that fear anymore. I've just outgrown it. How about instead of watching me on the sidelines and judging me and I'm going to say flicking shit my way, saying, you're not doing this right. Joanne doesn't do that. Stop being so deep and intense. You're so fun and, um, you know, no, I've outgrown that part of myself. How about instead of judging from the sideline, 
come with me. It's actually quite fun playing over here. Come and dance with me. Come and hug my tree. Love my tree. Come and, you know, colour in instead of worrying about the 4 million spreadsheets that you used to have on your computer to organise your life admin. It'll get done. Like, stop. Catch her and love her. That's what I do. (laughs) And do you think that once you give yourself that space to love and hold her that little bit more, that it does just allow for all those other things to happen from a space of almost delight rather than I have to get this done or yeah. this and that, that fret that we have. Mm-hmm. So I can feel a physical change in my body, mm-hmm. you know. So um, a nervous, anxious heartbeat is quite fast. It's quite fast. It's that churning in your stomach, that, that intuitive little tick, 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 like, oh, this is making me feel sick, physically sick, nervous, sweaty palms, shaking, tight body. That How am I going to get stuff done when I'm feeling like that? Like it's so common sense to me now, like me sitting there refreshing to wait for this important email to come through, operating, uh, uh. of course it's not going to come through or if it does come through it's going to be wrong, like, just chill out, like choose joy, like acknowledge those feelings, go and scream, punch a pillow, do a beautiful child's pose to release some emotion from your hips and then come in, do something lovely and almost detach the mind from the outcome of what you're waiting to happen or what needs to be done and operate from love. Like I sit here and I go, duh, but it's taken time to get to this point. Yeah, and what I'm hearing is it's also a paradigm shift. It's almost like we are living in quite a masculine-driven world, and I'm going to use masculine and feminine here as the Mm. term, but it could be either yin-yang, all these polarities, sun, moon, and the masculine energy is very fix-it, scheduled, linear approach. We've spoken Mm -hmm. about this before. And the feminine is very of flow, creativity, and a little bit more in, you know, just, I don't know, what's the word? Fluidity, gentle, like. Yeah. And uh, as you're saying that, you're moving your body. Yeah, I'm moving my body. I'm just realising that no one can actually see that. (laughs) I can. You look beautiful. Must be all that rose oil. (laughs) But between these, right, there needs to be this partnership. Mm -hmm. You you can't have one without the other. And by you actually cultivating this awareness but creating me a space, so there was a few key points that I noticed you bring up. One was you've had the awareness to notice that and what you've done with that is create the space to be able to operate in your feminine paradigm and bring Emma with you, Mm -hmm. which is then allowing for the partnership for your masculine to then pick up there as well for when the stuff needs to get done in more of a space out of love rather than um, that must should yourself to get this done at this time, which Mm. it is a new paradigm because we are really good at shoulding ourselves Mm. or showing judgments Mm. and and we always come back to the paradigm of is this still serving me is this a blueprint pattern and how am I going to break that and every time we stop and recalibrate or think differently we are 
changing those pathways in our mind. And a strategy that I use, which seems silly, but I always have a um, hair tie around my wrist. Usually people think it's just for putting up my hair, but usually I have it there as if, if I'm thinking something and it's out and it's a new paradigm that I'm trying to shift, I'll just flick it on my hand on my wrist and that's like change that thought pattern it's almost like a tactile thing of how am I going to you know bring in what I want to be calling in the feeling or the new shift sorry can you go back so do you flick it when you have a negative or challenging or um, I guess a closed-minded thought and you want to shift the way you think or do you flick it when you're like oh yeah that was a really good divine feminine thought no I flick it more for like hey we're not doing that one anymore oh nice it's almost like it's you know and it's only at the start when I've noticed something again as an awareness thing uh that I want to alter uh and it's just a nice way to be like hey hang on a second you know catch that Mm. and I use tactile skills and tools at the beginning until it becomes automatized it's like we don't need to think about brushing our teeth in the morning that's an automatized thing but these thought patterns that you continually have over a lifetime it's not so easy to just change them in one go so it's nice to have lots of tools just like we use the essential oils as tools at the beginning to anchor together it's another tool having you know the little band, like you're saying, dancing and fluidity is another skill that you will use to bring Emma along with you. Mm. And I know for me, actually talking it out is something that I verbally do with Stacey. You know? No, no, you have, you have chats to yourself. Now, I have to ask you, and if you're comfortable to share, I'm actually throwing in the deep end here because I love it. <laughs> Tell us, um, you don't just have Stacy, right? The other day you said to me, oh, FYI, um, I just need to let you know I've got a new little egoic friend um, that I've invited into the realm. And I was like, look, I knew she's quite dynamic, but like what? Now she's got two inner mean girls? And can you unpack <laughs> what's that I about? Have... Because I just like I loved it and I was like, of course you do, of course. Like go for it. Share with our beautiful listeners Who else is in your, um, I guess, your mind and body and energetic field? Okay, (laughs) I have, she really has thrown me in there deep end, but I have (laughs) Stacey and Jackson, okay, for our listeners. I've got Stacey and Jackson, and this is what I'm saying. There's a paradigm of the masculine and feminine, and they cannot operate without each other. So I need my feminine Stacey to feel held and loved by Jackson, okay? Jackson, Jackson just wants to make her happy and get shit done all the time. But sometimes in his getting it done, he's not giving her the space that she needs to just chill. You know, he's hovering over the top. He's having a lot of screen time and she doesn't want all this screen time Mm. at the moment. She just wants to step away and just, you know, be able to do some dancing and fluidity and so it's been a little chat with like okay we wake up in the morning Stacey Jackson how are we going to make this day productive you know how are we going to work together and have the space in my day to feel my feminine energy and the things that I love doing and how are we going to get shit done Mm-hmm. I need both of those I'm running a business I need both of you because I want to live a life from joy and love mm. Stacey we're going to create the space 
Jackson, you're going to help us. But we, we need to be on the same page. And often, you know, it happens that we can be, but some days it's like, well, what, what's happened there? Actually, there's been a, a dynamic shift of, you know, and by naming it, it just allows me to come at it from instead of making myself fully wrong of, mm. oh, I'm feeling so freaking shit right now. Mm. Uh, it's being able to, okay, well, where in the day didn't I free up or didn't create space to actually just feel into so what I'm hearing is so that you've got a very busy space going on there even though you're in lockdown. There's a few of you hanging out. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, had to go there. I had to. Right, between the dog um, and if you haven't already watched um, Renee's Rebalance Naturally Instagram stories, they've also got a make-believe dog. The dog, the husband, Renee, Stacey and Jackson. Mate, family of five. It's oh, a big space in there. I just had, I cracked oh. up. Yep, there you all are. Um <laughs> cracks me up but in all seriousness <laughs> when I was listening I'm going like at the end of you said oh, at the end of the day I sit there and I catch it like what, what like what do you write about it do you speak about it like, how do you know who was in charge for the day or how do you know um at what point you needed to change between like that's a really deep strategy that you've talked about there I love it if I'm really super depleted by the end of the day, I know that Jackson's taken over, you mm. know. We, and if you take this even from like a Chinese medicine viewpoint, when they talk about Jing and you needing to reserve your um, energy at, at 70%, leave some in there, we can't, you know, you want to be operating from, from a space of allowing for those poise times within your day so that you can get through the day without feeling depleted that's not living and that's what I'm challenging with I guess what we've been conditioned uh, to believe that we need to do the amount of intense work Mm. to be productive meanwhile you're burnt out and so this to me doesn't seem like a healthy living space. And so, you know, and this is the whole reason of why I even named my business Rebalance Naturally. It's like what am I going to do today in my day to rebalance naturally? How am I going to operate? And so I'm just getting Stacey and Jackson to work in unison in that. Mm. And this has been a way of naming it and bringing in some fun in my lockdown, mm. let's just say. Mm. But by actually speaking it out, it's actually allowed me to be able to really see where I am giving more or less of my time. Yeah. And I can say that when I free up the time, to do the things I love from the love menu, like we were talking, you spoke about that, and do more of that, Mm -hmm. actually more shit gets done because it comes from an inspired, creative place rather than I have to do this Mm. and spending a whole day at a computer and getting procrastination and not actually being motivated to do it because I'm feeling like, oh, I don't want to be doing this and she's, you know, getting her feet, you know, clawed into the ground because it's... And then that story comes up yep. of, oh, look at you, you're procrastinating again. Oh, you're not really in, in the space, are you? Then that, that other voice comes in. Now, 
I didn't intend to go down this avenue, but something you've said has really just gone boom. There is a really great book that you and I, um, I've only just started reading, I think you've actually finished it, In the Flow, and it talks about the cycle and, and how women on a, and a cyclical being and how we, um, when we don't operate on the same calendar and the same body clock, I guess, as the masculine energy. Um, I'm not going to dive too far into that in this episode, but I would like to add the book to the show notes because it is a book that has helped me shift that expectations, um, that dance between ego, higher self, getting things done, finding space. There are certainly times in a woman's, woman's cycle, whether you are bleeding or not, whether you have started your cycle, whether you're at the end, that we need to tune into in order to understand the best and most productive days. And I was sitting there listening going, well, I don't have a Jackson but I'm going to walk away from here and tune into what his name is because if I was trying to get shit done and push, push, push during bleeding in my cycle, during that cycle, it's not going to happen and that ego is going to take over and it's going to just drain me. Do you know what I mean? So I would like to explore that a little bit further and I know that we have an incredible series of podcasts coming up around women's health so that is one text that if you can get your hands on it and start doing some research, I'd highly recommend that as a tool for all the men and women listening because there is something magic and you talk about a new paradigm and that's how I believe it's going to be run from a cyclical space. So oh, really, really exciting. That just, as you've said that, that just gives me this oh, all bo- full body tingle of yes. Oh, yeah. and we I are going to talk more about this. We will. And I just, there's one other point that I wanted to make about Jackson, Stacey and Emma and whoever this male energy in me in my egoic form comes out has. We need to make this really clear. I'm going to ask you, do you want to ever delete them from your life? No. Mm. And good luck if anyone's got a switch that they think mm. that they can, mm. I you, you may be on the next grand business idea. <laughs> the reality is pairing with them and working in unison. And for me, that comes back to aligning with your truth and then going from there and being able to allow your whole self to operate from that space of love. Yeah. So coming back to what we started with at the beginning, love. Absolutely. That comes first. That's love and truth. And I was just sitting here going, people are listening, going, well, now you've given them power. You've named them. They're real. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I think, and and that's, and I'll be honest, that's how I kind of felt at the start. I was like, I'm not naming her because then she's real. Like, get rid of her. Piss her off. She's annoying. And I'm like, uh uh. She actually needs love. And um, there's this beautiful um, imagery that I've seen of the light and the dark coming together, the light being our beautiful, confident, conscious um, self that really is living in our true purpose, our dharma. And then there's this dark. And sometimes if we don't actually catch the dark, love them, nurture them, acknowledge them the way that we're talking about them today, Mm. it's going to overtake you and you'll end up in a funk and not be able to get yourself out of it. So, and that was me probably a couple of weeks ago. Um, so it's nice to be able to acknowledge my strengths in those areas and to be able to drop that off with you, work through it with my people and be able to share that vulnerably today on the podcast. So, oh, so good. And this is just another realm of looking at health and well-being from a holistic perspective. 
Absolutely. Now, from a holistic perspective, if we're choosing joy, I need to know your what went well today, what it was that sparked immense joy in your day. What was oh, it for you? My, my, you know what? Listening to 2020 tunes, we, I, I don't know, I start my day like this. I do it a few times a week, but that, that was me again this morning. Mm-hmm. We have all chosen a group of us at the beginning of the year. I know we've spoken about this. And it was making breakfast and dancing around while that was on in the background. Yeah. And I want to say thank you as well. Um, I had a, a lap around the sun um, last week, so I turned 35. And my tribute, I thought it was going to be you singing me happy birthday in your dulcet tones. Um, I'm still waiting for that, by the way. Um, and it was actually you dancing around your kitchen to my song, Free by Ultranate. So that was really special. So, yeah, it was cool. Really cool. What about yours? Um, I have um, a beautiful, beautiful friend named Brian. So he um, runs Soul Safaris in South Africa, Africa Raw. We referred to him in um, a, a, a video actually, a live that we did. He's a magician. He is um, very connected to shamanic truth and healing. And I went and had a shamanic journey with him today. And it was really, really cool. And I've actually said to Brian, you are such a man of wisdom. We need to learn from you. And um, who knows, season four, we could invite back some guests and uh, have, have some more people come along and share their gifts and talents with us. So it was really lovely. But afterwards, I was so exhausted. I had a nap, like, and I'm talking an hour and a half nap in the middle of the day, and it was delicious. So listening to my body. Yes, so good. Well, I mean, it was all sound, right? Yeah. So sound holds frequency. So between your body and what it needed to release, how magic. It was really, really cool. Um, I've absolutely loved this episode. I've laughed. I feel like we need to put a link to (laughs) your page so people can meet your quote-unquote dog. Um, Hilarious. (laughs) If you haven't already followed, go for it. And, um, yeah, I'm just so pleased that we can come on here share so vulnerably with our beautiful, loyal listeners. If you think there is a friend that would really benefit from hearing this, please share this podcast. We'll be putting a few things up on our Instagram page as well. The more people that can make friends with their ego, the more settled and calm our space can be. I truly, truly, truly believe that. So thank you. And, again, for anyone whose name is Stacey Jackson or Emma, (laughs) we dedicate this episode to you from a higher space. Love you all. Of all of you. So until next time, everyone, we love you and can't wait to be back here soon. Bye, everyone. Ciao. Thank you for tuning in to Strip It Back. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you could kindly leave us a review. 